Hi, and welcome to the Winner Winner Podcast, a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arjuna. I'm the other host, Robin. And today we are doing a lot of testing. More specifically, the Xbox has been testing Miramar. Oh. So this is really exciting. I know that our Xbox players have been waiting for literally months. So I'm really, really excited that you guys finally have that. And we have decided to devote an episode to Miramar. So what we're going to be talking about is after we go over a few news notes for PUBG, we're going to be talking about the weapons on Miramar for our weapon segment. And then the the whole main segment is basically a combination location highlight and main topic going over the various things that you need to know about Miramar. So anyway, I'm really excited about this. How are you feeling about Miramar as a map these days, Robin? You know what? I've actually, I'm past the like Miramar sucks phase of my life. And now I'm, I've been enjoying it more lately. Um, I can't quite put my finger on why. I might have to do with just some of the tweaks they've made recently. But I don't know. I just kind of... I guess I like the diversity of, of jumping between the two and kind of having the, the um, different types of gameplay that both of them offer. Because um, each one can get old if you just do that one. So, Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, mm-hmm. I'm i glad that you said that because I feel the same way. I feel like I've kind of come full circle with Miramar. Mm-hmm. I went through a phase of really not liking it. And now I'm pretty much happy with it. The only time I don't like it is when I have to play it repeatedly, time after right, time. Exactly. Yep. But, you know, map selection has kind of taken care of that, so mm-hmm. we're off to the races. And right. of course, you know, I'm sure our Xbox players are really thrilled to be playing it over and over and over again. Yep. There was a phase there, I feel like, where Miramar was being selected like six out of seven times or so. Oh, yeah, it was Do you remember that? Yep. And so I just got pretty tired of it and kind of like got yeah. a grudge and now I'm like over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If they want to convince us that the RNG was 50-50 the whole time for Miramar, I've just called bullshit on that. Exactly. I just don't believe yeah. it at all. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad that they've ironed that out. Hopefully you Xbox players won't have to deal with that. Uh, maybe it'll be welcome for you in the beginning. Hopefully you guys have map selection either now or soon. Mm, Yeah, and then you can do what you want. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. Yeah, well, we'll see when that comes through. So, cool. Why don't we jump into our community segment here? So, just want to give a few Patreon shout-outs. This week we've had Michael and Jeremy become new patrons of our podcast. So, thank you guys so much means a lot to have your support thanks guys I, and michael sent us some messages too he seems like a really nice guy hey join us on discord michael <laughs> yeah yeah we'd love to have you awesome so jeremy actually kicks off his tenure on the podcast with a patreon question of the week do you want to read this robin sure so he said i heard robin doesn't says he doesn't like the sks I love it, but I play on Xbox. This brought to mind a question I can't answer since I don't play on PC. With Destiny 2 launching on PC, they have seen a discrepancy in weapon performance between the PC and console platform. What I mean is that there are two different weapon metas. Hand cannons, for example, don't perform as well on console. uh, I guess doesn't perform as well on console as it does on PC. And is this the same on PUBG as it is on other games? Meaning, what he's saying there is, are the weapons do they behave differently between the pc and xbox 
I also think he's asking about kind of do people may have preferences on which platform, you know? Meaning, do they do people favor certain weapons on one platform and not favor them as much on another? They yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That I, I read that in this question too. Okay. Yeah. I, I wish I could. I know we asked our members for some help on this one because neither Arjuna nor myself have played a whole lot on the Xbox. Yeah. And so, yeah, Arjuna, what did they have to say? Yeah, well, we got a little bit of feedback. Um, one thing that I've heard consistently that we got some feedback on from this question was that the recoil is reduced on the Xbox. Oh. And it was a bone they threw instead of doing auto-aiming, right? Mm. So, okay, you know, they, they acknowledge that it can be harder to lock on target and stay on target on the Xbox. Yeah. So they've lowered the, the recoil on all the weapons. And I have heard a few Xbox players who have jumped onto PC and played with us commenting on this, how they had to adjust. Mm. So that that's an interesting well, thing. Well, that's an explanation done. right there for why people might like the SKS more on the Xbox. Right. Um, it's the yeah. main reason I don't like the SKS on the PC mm-hmm. is the recoil control is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to spam with it a lot more. And now when I try to spam, I find it really hard to control and stay on target. Yeah. So, And I think as a result of this as well, uh, there were a few people with comments saying that the ump does really well on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason for that is that the recoil is just easier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on the PC, it's kind of like, people acknowledge that the ump has a fast rate of fire and that it can really melt people Mm -hmm. but the recoil has typically been harder to control than on some of the ars right and so people have tended to just favor it more for close quarters so it seems like on the xbox it's a bit more of a you know a viable mid-range weapon as well yeah i could see that yeah now with the new pc patch though that's going to change maybe it's not going to change everything but it's going to change a lot so that's kind of a new wrinkle in here, which I think makes this question interesting. You know, we might actually have different answers for this a little bit down the road. Mm-hmm. But having said that, just from my short time playing on the Xbox and also from talking with a few people I've played with on the Xbox, I get the impression that the meta, as far as what weapons people use and why they use them, doesn't seem that different to me. Like, I, you know, after looking around and watching some videos and just thinking about it more, because I've had this question myself, Mm -hmm. and I really think that it it kind of comes down to the same facts as you see on the PC. A lot of it's just preference. Um, A lot of it is which weapons kind of speak to each given player and the way they like to play. Mm -hmm. You know, some people just want to shoot a fucking AK because it's because it's a boss gun, you mm-hmm. know, and that's as far as they need to get with it. They don't worry about its particular performance or whatever, you know? Yeah, well, until they're trying to <laughs> mow somebody down with it and it is bouncing all over. People <laughs> develop these biases, I find. These kind yeah. of strong biases for and against guns. Right. Um, and how they behave. It's sometimes very quickly and liberally, just kind of, oh man, that sucked. I hate this gun. This gun sucks. <laughs> Yeah, after one experience. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And so I, I guess it's personal, really, so yeah. sometimes. but Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the personal taste seems to come into it 
and thus you tend to see like a more equitable distribution on the xbox just the way you do on the pc mm -hmm. so in the game so far the, the assault rifles have overall been more powerful than the other weapon classes by and large and so it seems like assault rifle is is a meta on the xbox just like it is on the pc mm -hmm. so uh, my impression is there's not a huge difference i think they they probably will be now now that yeah. we've had that patch yeah where it rebalanced all the weapons um until the xbox catches up mm -hmm. the way basically the way we cover weapons from here on out on the pc won't be that relevant to the xbox until they get a patch that's similar right so which i've i've heard that's actually in the works okay i would hope so yeah so that's cool one final thing i'll note is just that in my kind of noobish mode on the xbox i noticed that i was enjoying the wider spread weapons more so like the shotgun mm -hmm. and i don't know the dp and that was just purely because of my bad aim mm -hmm. so i just found that it gave me a little higher chance of hitting people. So like the S12, I, I was getting kills with on the Xbox. Whereas, you know, I mean, it's, it's hot garbage in my opinion on the PC. So mm -hmm. that's just an example of a difference you might see in the game. But I yeah. think people who are more skilled on the Xbox, I, my guess is that their distribution is probably similar to the way you see it on the PC. Okay. And I think that that's a victory, actually, because it, it sounds like that's not the case with Destiny 2 or with some other, you know, console shooters that are also on PC. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of, um, we have a lot of new members on our Discord lately who said they've bought PCs to play PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> because they couldn't stand Xbox. <laughs> um, you know, they had. it sounds like they had some cash and... They love PUBG, so they just decided to finally invest in a gaming PC, which is kind of cool. I'm glad they're doing that because then we get to play with them on PC. But um, yeah, just a note that there's mm -hmm. a small, small shift in, in the way people are gaming uh, that I've seen on mm -hmm. this game. I mean, I did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't start on the Xbox, but I definitely upgraded my PC to be able to play this game. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. Same. Awesome. All right. Should we talk about the weapons on Miramar? Uh, yeah, well, at first I just wanted to cover a few quick notes on okay. the current events in yeah. PUBG. I'm just eager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I am too, man, believe me. So I uh, just wanted to say the PC Patch 12 has been pushed to the live server, so that's exciting. And we're now, we already did a test last night where we went into our custom server, uh, because we have that now. And we looked for some SLRs, and we picked them up, and we went down to the runway, and we did some long-range shooting, mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to be doing more of that, and who knows, maybe we'll even start to produce some video content. Yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah, we do. me too. Yeah. So this patch, now that it's live, we're going to kind of wait and see how things settle over the next week and really be studying how this rebalancing is affecting things. And we hope to report to you guys on it next week some of the conclusions we're finding and you know stuff we're hearing from people we play with on Discord as well. Totally. And it's it's good to note, like for example, they've already released a new patch that changes the attachments and how they behave. Mm. So like the foregrip specifically. And so Wacky Jackie's awesome foregrip video is already out of date. So this is the kind of thing, again, we're going to be reporting on this in the coming weeks, just what change is and what we notice about it. So it's a fertile time 
it's a really interesting time to be playing the game on both platforms. Also, the community-made graffiti that they were advertising a while back for their one-year anniversary is finally in the game. I don't know that I've noticed it that much. I haven't. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I'm probably just too busy fragging. Exactly. You know. Just looking down for loot and looking around for people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they may as well just skin this game in checkerboard for all I care. (laughs) You know, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, and also uh, they've just pushed Xbox patch 13, so that's live. Again, no no major game changes here. They're continuing to optimize and improve the game. They've made some parachuting optimizations. They're, uh, they're cutting down on the Play-Doh and also on things popping in on you when you're inside a building, so that's nice. You're not getting caught on like random furniture that mm-hmm. materializes on you. So that's chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done some inventory optimization and, you know, j- basically just continuing to try to tweak it to be a more smooth experience. So, yeah. Speaking of people getting stuck on furniture, just a little aside. Uh, apparently, they added fireplaces in some places in Miramar. In some really? Buildings, like in the second stories of some buildings. No way. I didn't notice either. I saw a video of a guy um, looking at one and he just recorded a replay of himself being curious about it and what he did was he tried to see if he could go into the fireplace crouch and he's like nope can't do that so then he goes prone and he crawls into it and he gets his like head and chest in but then he gets stuck there and he he can't leave (laughs) that's what you get for being a curious cat yes so be beware yep so uh anyway yep that's just some notes so now Let's talk about guns. All right, let's do it. Cool. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure for a lot of you Xbox players, you've already had a chance to jump in and do some battle with these new weapons. So we're just going to go over them briefly and give you our reflections on them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, first up we have Winchester. And, you know, usually we talk about the attachments that these guns take and the Winchester takes one, the bullet loops. So that's actually really nice to know because it takes forever to load this thing. Yes. Um, so if you see K, uh, car 98 bullet loops lying around, grab them for your Winchester if you're using it. Mm-hmm. Me and Arjuna have actually been using this weapon a lot lately because we've been doing cowboy mode and yeah. custom games, which is so fun. It's awesome. Oh my God. It's awesome, y'all. Yep. It's one of my favorite modes. I, I think you asked me why I'm what I feel about Miramar lately, and this is one of the main reasons I've been feeling better mm. about it, I think, is mm. all of the cowboy mode stuff we're doing. It's yeah. so fun. It it turns out that the Winchester really is a great weapon for this map. And it's, it's I mean, okay, it's an early game weapon. I don't think anyone can deny that. As soon as you get a rifle with a decent scope, you're going to want to use that instead. But the Winchester is definitely one of the more fun kills in the game. Like, if you take out someone with a headshot with a Winchester at 100 yards or more, you mm-hmm. feel pretty sweet. Right. Yep. Even close, like this gun, this gun really shines at medium range. Mm-hmm. I Definitely. feel so anywhere from 30 to 100 meters about, mm-hmm. it's pretty damn good. Yeah. And it's got, I think it's got a faster ADS. I don't know. It feels like it has a fast ADS to me. I'm not totally mm. sure about that, but. Yeah, I agree. It feels really snappy in that yeah. way. Um, unlike yeah. if you have a scoped SKS or Car 98, there's a little bit of time it takes to get that zoom down yeah um and so 
It's kind of st- strong for the quick reflex kills, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're the kind of person who's good at like flicking headshots, this is a great weapon for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it has really good iron sights. And if you hold down shift while you're firing, then it gives you that... Um, I don't know. How much zoom is it? Is that the 1.8 zoom that right. you get from that? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can get some good precision with this thing as a nice tiny little red dot in the sights that helps. And this thing actually hits pretty hard. So to an unarmored opponent in the chest, it does 73 damage. So that's a solid hit right there. And then it does 51 damage for a level 1 vest, 44 damage level 2, and 33 damage for a level 3 vest. Mm. So being able to drop someone in three shots with a level 3 vest is like, that's pretty good, you know? Mm -hmm. It just definitely does more damage than any of the DMRs, for example. Mm-hmm. definitely you know it's like it's significantly more damage than any of the assault rifles so you know it's really strong and then with headshot damage it does 165 to someone without a helmet 115 to a level one helmet 99 damage to a level two helmet so that's kind of a telling one right there i don't know what do you think about that robin i think it's a little unfortunate that you can't one shot kill yeah, is that's on the level three you said? That's on the level two. On level two, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know it, it is. But if that person has any, you know, nick in their yeah. health, they're dead. Yeah, that's so. true. So it go for those headshots. This is definitely a headshot weapon. Uh, it's quite lethal. It does seventy four damage to a level three helmet. So don't underestimate this weapon. The first couple of times you get killed with it, you will understand how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. It's a great uh, weapon. Join our, our custom servers, guys, and, and do some cowboy mode with us, because that's where this thing is really fun. It's not fun to use it if you have someone like blasting you away with an M4, but yeah. it's fun to use it <laughs> if other people have it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's really well balanced with shotguns. I think the shotgun Winchester combination is a really fun one. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of hard to use. They don't have that like auto fire. They don't have the crazy scopage. It's just raw skill. So if you're an Xbox player and you'd like to participate in our custom games, you can actually, you can follow some of our streamers. So Skills and Thrills and Prenix, they're two people who've been streaming with us a lot. It's just a good way to hang out and, you know, have fun, watch the stream. You can even jump in and be in our Discord channel while you're watching the stream. And it's just a way to, you know, talk and chat and have fun with us, mm-hmm. you know, while we're playing the customs if you yeah. can't actually play them yourself. In fact, when we're uh, in a squad against Skills and Thrills in our server, you guys should definitely join our Discord channel and, and watch his stream and definitely, like, you know, let us know what he's yeah, just where he's at. And, you know, just tell us what his morale is like and, yeah. <laughs> and how low his health is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so how about this revolver then, Robin? All right. This gun is, is fun. Uh, it's not very often I get to use it, but when I get to, I enjoy it. Um, the in, in-game description for this one is an Italian-made modern six-shot revolver chambered in 45 cal. So even in that description, we see two differences between the revolver on Erangel, which is that it has one fewer shots, only six, and also the caliber is 45 instead of 7.62. So just a little different. The, it doesn't mention the reload method there so of course on Erangel the 
the reload method is this really slow, plotting, painful... It's excruciating. Kill me now, um, <laughs> one yeah. bullet at a time. And it used to have this issue where the, the sound of the reload wouldn't sync up with what your hands and what the action was doing with oh, the animation. I remember that. And so you would hear the sound of like 10 bullets load if you're listening, but you only you only have like five in there by the time you hear 10. <laughs> yeah. It was excruciating. It, it had a bunch of glitchy reload stuff going on too. It wasn't right. just the sound. Sometimes the sound of reloading would repeat even when you stopped. Oh yeah, right. And other times... Um, there's a sound of the bullets hitting the ground that would repeat. Like I, f- I can't remember what case that was in, but like the shells hitting the ground during right um, would uh-huh. keep going too. So, <laughs> in my opinion, it's a significant improvement over the Arangel revolver. Yep. Especially since I don't know how it is on the current Miramar build, but on the current PC build, the damage of the revolvers is actually the same which I didn't know in the past. I thought that the 7mm revolver did a bit more damage. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think on the Xbox build, it might be the old 50 damage revolver. But um, just so you know, on the PC, it's mm. been increased to 55. Okay. Both, yeah, both of them have. So yeah, I like this revolver so much better than the, than the other revolver. Um, here are the benefits it has. It has a higher rate of fire. I wouldn't say it's substantially higher, but it is higher. And the reload is maybe the best thing about this new revolver. It's like a magazine reload instead of a bullet by bullet. And it just takes like a couple seconds and you're good to go. So that's really amazing. It also takes a red dot sight, which the other revolver doesn't. And that's just huge game, especially with a weapon that hits as hard as this one does. So in the early game, it can be like a pretty legit mid-range or even close-range weapon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if if you're really doing that close-range brawling, you're probably going to want like a more rapid-fire rapid fire pistol, but this mm-hmm. one can still do work. Yeah. it's. I do find it's, it's kind of analogous to the Winchester in terms of uh, the skill that's required with mm, it. Yeah. Um, because it, it does... It's not super rapid-fire... And it's got a bit of recoil. So if you're sighting with it, it's pretty hard to line up rapid fire shots. Yeah. If you're, you can spam, kind of hip fire it or use the targeting aim if someone's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're still going to miss most of your shots probably. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I used to think that this would be more accurate than any other pistol mm. because of the kind of the heft and the, the barrel length seems longer. And it just... It looks like an accurate pistol for some reason to me. Yeah. And looking at the spread, the spread is 3.5, the base spread. And we covered the P92 and the P1911 a couple weeks ago. And the P92 has a base spread of 2.5, which should be tighter yeah. um, if I understand spread. And I just, yeah. for, out of curiosity, looked up the base spread for other like ARs. Right. ARs are around five and six base spread. Mm, wow. So this is a little enlightening in that these pistols, for some reason, have a lower spread than rifles do. Mm. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, but if you line up a shot, theoretically, that bullet's not going to waver um, a whole lot mm-hmm. from where you aim it. And 
you know, because with an AR, if you're aiming um, at someone far away and you're standing still and doing all the things, it'll hit them, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So I'm. I was really, even though the spreads are relatively different, they're really strong. Um, mm. They're they're good spreads. So I have anyway. I've noticed that with the pistols, like any of the pistols, you can put a red dot on. If you're shooting someone at at like that close or medium range with it, they do seem very accurate, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because that that you know iron sight or or aiming sight reticle is not good, right? Yeah. So. But yeah, this is a pretty accurate weapon, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing to note about it is that it doesn't take a silencer. In fact, I think it's the only pistol that doesn't take a silencer. So that's a good thing to know about it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, just a good, it's a solid weapon. I really enjoy it. How about this sawed-off, Robin? I want to, I'm really excited about it because it just got a significant, um, what's the term? buff buff (laughs) i'm really excited about it because it just got a significant buff in the recent patch um all the shoddies did and this one in particular because it can now accept a choke but along with the rest of the shoddies it got a tighter spread and they did get a slight nerf to their damage uh, but i think that tighter spread is going to make up for it if you're aiming well yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm stoked i try to get some gameplay with it but i couldn't find it um in the last couple days just so i could talk about it more firsthand but i did some basic testing on the test server when it was out and the spread is a lot tighter on this than it used to be Mm. so i remember i swear to god i would shoot a wall 10 feet away and the spread would be like five feet you know like same it was was huge i remember shooting people point blank with it and registering no shots it was just nuts Uh so yep yeah it was a very frustrating and inconsistent weapon so yeah hopefully the tightening up combined with the ability to put a choke on it will really make this a better weapon i think it will i think Mm -hmm. i could see using this indoors um mm-hmm. and in hallways and things like that if you get the double shot on somebody they're down yeah um some other drawbacks they have you know it's in the pistol slot so it can't be a full-on shotgun so they what they did was they decreased the damage of the pellets mm. down to 20 instead of 24 which is what you get per pellet with a normal shotgun right and you got one less too you got eight pellets exactly. instead of nine yeah yeah Yep, only eight pellets. So mm-hmm. I did the math. What was it? I think this does 160 damage, base damage, if you hit them with all the pellets. Mm, and okay. with the other one, I think it was 216. Or, mm. Yep, 216. Yeah. Right, so, so that's telling. That's a that's big difference. That's a pretty difference. big difference. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it still it does damage if you land the shots. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just just remember with this shotgun, it really is a close-range shotgun. It's like, you know, within 10 to 20 feet kind of a weapon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to blow your load and you'll die. Right. You know, I think the best way to think of this gun is it's it's a better backup than any other thing you could have in your pistol slot. Yeah, right? So like, I, I agree with that. Like this combined with an SMG, where you're you're blowing your load on your uzi or your vector or whatever mm-hmm. and the person you've like landed a lot of shots but they're still alive just switch to your sawed off and like n- just finish them this will do it yeah as opposed to spamming with a pistol um, yeah yeah totally agreed yeah 
Yeah, and it's a good, it's the kind of weapon where I've had situations before where I was in the early game and people weren't armored and I've just dropped two people with with these shots, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like, bam, bam, drop two people. So it can be a really good early game weapon, especially if you're in kind of a tight squad fight where people are damaged and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can really clinch it. So yeah, don't underestimate the shotgun. You're definitely going to get dropped by it. Um, but just don't don't place too much faith in it either. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I had to pick temptation to do that. Yeah, it'll it'll let you down. It yep. really will. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. It's a YOLO kind of a weapon. Yeah, it'll be one of those things where you, you see someone at thirty feet and you blast them twice, and you see the first first time you hit them, you see all this blood, and you're like, oh yeah, all right. And you land the second one, and they just keep going. Yep. Like, oh, what the <laughs> <Yep>. hell? <laughs> what exactly. is wrong with this gun? Yeah, you yeah. Curse. It's um, it's rough. But you know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like reset my attitude toward this sawed off i think that's old sawed off talking to me and i'm i'm gonna turn a new page with this one see if it's gonna bring home the bacon yeah or chicken chicken bacon (laughs) turkey bacon turkey bacon all right well right on well that's the guns yep so now let's talk about the island of well it's not an island Let's talk about the map of Miramar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an island. We just don't see the other sides of it. Mm-hmm. You know, every landmass, when you really get down to it, is an island. So it's it's a big place, first it's a of all. big ass map, folks. It's, of course, both Erangel and Miramar take up the same. They're, they're both put on a, what, eight by eight yeah. grid. Yeah, and that's eight kilometers by eight kilometers. Yep. And the thing with Miramar is that it has a lot more landmass within that. Um, right. It, it doesn't have the island shape, and so there's not all that kind of buffer ocean water around it. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically, yeah, the north and the western sides of the map have no water on them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're adding quite a few square kilometers to the area of this map. Yeah. Now, yeah. What's, yeah what makes it interesting is that... it. It means that there's a lot of parts of this map where to this day I still haven't spent that much time <laughs> and I'm them. still not that familiar with. Yeah, totally. Um, one of that place that comes to mind would be the southeast corner. Mm. There's like two full square kilometers down there that I almost never touch, right? Mm. There's like the kind of around um, those caverns. Yeah, they're like there. the bunkers. Yep. So here, like you... You guys probably won't see anyone land in the southeast corner a whole lot. Mm, mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's kind of too bad because it it does look every now and then the end circle, of course, will end up there. But yeah, it's a fun place to fight in the end circle too. Yeah, but yeah, there's just there's a lot of places on this map that you're probably not going to go that often, and it, it's one of these things where because people don't want to just get lost in the sticks, they'll end up landing together in in hotter drops anyway and then you'll end up with this you know the usual kind of PUBG challenge of of a lot of people are dead and then you have this massive circle mm-hmm. so as a result this is basically why miramar has earned the reputation of being like this big boring map mm-hmm. and having a really slow mid game right there's just too many places to land there's a lot of places to land. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed about Miramar, tell me if you agree with this, is that I've noticed that there tends to be a bit more of an even distribution of people landing in different places on Miramar. 
Like, I feel like in Erangel, it happens really often where there'll be like some whole cities or some whole parts of the map that are just completely abandoned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I mean, that happens on Miramar too because it's so big, but I feel like anywhere along the flight path, there's usually at least one other person landing with you. Mm Mm-hmm. So that that's you're saying I, in Erangel, it's it, like uh, that on Miramar. Oh, okay, yeah, that's been my observation. Wait, I feel so what do you mean? It's it's more even. I I what? that's been my discovery is that the player distribution, the drop distribution of players, has felt more even to me on Miramar. Hmm. Yeah, like across the whole map, instead of being concentrated along the flight path, or or, or just like across the different locations. Oh, okay. So I I haven't experienced less, especially when I'm playing solos on Miramar. I have less of an experience where I drop and I'm by myself. I see. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's, it happens to me quite often on Erangel where I'll pick somewhere to go and I'll be like, oh, I'm the only person at shooting range. Or, you know, I'm the only person who dropped mansion. I feel like that's very rare on Miramar unless you choose a really remote location. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have that exact same experience. Mm, okay. Um, I I think that I I tend to feel like there's always a couple of people dropping with me in Miramar. That's true, but never a lot of people. Um, yeah, it tends to be less of a concentration. Yeah, but that mm. might be you and I. We don't really go to the hot drops very often either. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Right. Hmm. You know, I'm sure that the Xbox matter will be a little different too. Mm-hmm. So, but one thing that Miramar is definitely known for is as a result of its huge sweeping vistas, it's a very long range kind of a map. Yep. And it really highlights sniping. Yeah. If you don't have a scope, uh, stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay inside or keep your vehicle. Yep. yep. Because. Yeah, you're going to end up in these situations where someone's shooting at you from 300 meters away and you're going to feel like a, you know, you're going to feel like a target on a shooting range. (laughs) It's how you're going to feel. Yeah. And if you don't have eyes on them and they're peeking a rock or something, yeah, like it can be really hard to find who's shooting at you. Punishing. And something that'll happen often on Miramar is you'll have two snipers in different perches hundreds of meters away from you and they're both shooting yes. at you at the same time. <laughs> <Keep moving. laughs> so, <Keep moving. laughs> yeah, it, it can, you can, I mean, damn, you can get taught, caught in some tight spots on Miramar. Mm-hmm. Right. So the whole like distance thing, there's a couple of reasons for it. The first one is that there aren't, there isn't foliage. There's no, no trees. You see no. some cactuses and even some taller cactuses, but they generally don't cover you visually as you're moving. Yeah. And even though in Erangel you can shoot through most parts of a tree, they're visual cover. And so someone could be, you know, 100 meters away on the hill, but they're just not going to see you. In Miramar, you're just on these naked hills. And you can see two or three hills around you and generally up to, I'd say, a, a kilometer, half a kilometer to a kilometer in any direction. You're going to yeah. have, like, pretty good lines of sight. Yeah. Um, the... What's interesting, and the way that I think they try to mitigate for that is the topography is a lot finer Mm. in this map. Meaning there's a lot more variation on a small scale of the topography. And so in Erangel, we see these large rolling hills without a lot of features in the hills. 
And this is very different where we see a lot of rocks and divots and gullies. Yep, gullies and dips and and bulges and stuff like that that right. work pretty well as tactical cover when you're in a shootout, but they don't work as visual cover when you're trying to traverse the landscape. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, and this brings us to a point which is one of my favorite things about Miramar. I think some people hate this about Miramar. Um, and I've discussed this a little bit before, but your tactical advantage on Miramar is going to come from exploiting the landscape. Mm-hmm. So, whereas on Erangel, a lot of the skills on Erangel is, is like ducking behind trees, um, ducking behind rocks. Mm-hmm doing stuff like that or or proning in the grass at key times to hide yourself. Right. None of that tends to be viable on Miramar. Like the trees on Miramar are so tiny that they often don't afford your full body cover. No. No. Um, Or you'll have these weird cactuses that, uh, you know, palm trees that are kind of strangely shaped to give you less cover than they look like they would. And so what this forces you to do is it forces you to think in a larger way about where you are and how you're going to fight. You you have to be looking at the map and you have to be looking at the topography and thinking, where am I going to have cover in this next kilometer? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what hillside can I duck behind if I start taking fire? Right. And, and which hillsides am I visible from? Totally. Yeah. Yep. So you really have to start thinking about that and you'll have less recourse getting caught out. On Erangel, you have more chance to, oh shit, I'm taking fire, I'll duck behind X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. On Miramar, you've got to be thinking about that. Right. It's kind of interesting, right? Because the skill that we got used to using in Erangel was basically tree hopping, staying close to some kind of vertical cover, or like knowing where close vertical cover is. And yeah. when you get under fire, you go towards it and you start playing the leaning game or yes. strafing game. Yes. And you you just don't do that in Miramar unless no. you're in a town um, where you have buildings and things. But I hardly ever lean in Miramar um, mm-hmm. because there's no trees. And so instead of doing the lean game, I think that the central like shooter tactical skill is gonna is crouching. Because you're usually peaking a hill. So, yeah. Like you're kind of fighting over a hill or something like that. And you're, you're going to duck um, so that they don't see your head popping over it and reload or whatever. Right. And then pop back up. And right. so it's, yeah, it's interesting. It is. And yeah, and I think that that particular play pattern you're talking about, Robin, where you're just behind the crest of a hill. Right. And then you're kind of popping back over it. Uh That's a really common... You'll see these sniper battles where people are 200 meters away. They're both behind the crest of a hill and they're kind of popping up. And you're trying to like shoot the top of someone's head. Yeah. That little helmet top, you know. Um, You're trying to calculate your bullet drop. So it's going to go just over the lip of that hill and nail them. Yeah. Which no one bothers with in Erangel because you just grab a tree. (laughs) No. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I personally just find this to be really interesting. Another thing I really enjoy is, and this happens a lot on Miramar, where you've got this kind of rolling hilly landscape and someone's just on the other side of this particular hill or cluster of hills and you're both kind of cat and mousing around and you're trying to find the other person first and it's not so much like oh they're behind one of those two trees it's more like i know that they're within 100 meters of me and they're running around behind these hills and cresting the hills and both of us are trying to flank each other 
And I just find it to be a really fun mind game. Mm-hmm. So you got to get used to that a lot. This brings us to the fact that vehicles, I think vehicles are even more important on Miramar than they are on Arangal. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's big. I mean, back to the big. <laughs> <laughs> think big. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Miramar's big. You need a car. Um, it's, it kind of is just boring and vulnerable to, to run across <laughs> this map. Um, if you think Arangal is a running simulator, this yeah. Miramar even more so. Yes. It's a driving simulator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you do it right, it's a driving simulator. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, it's like, it's, it's a, I'm going to the Grand Canyon um, simulator. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, family road trip simulator. There's like gas stations and things. You can stop, get some knickknacks. Yeah, uh, Some souvenirs. Mm-hmm. Soda pop. Yep. So, yeah, you're going to want to, when you're dropping, you need to actively be thinking about vehicles in your drop plan. So this is one of the reasons why the hot drops on Miramar are central. So, you know, Picado and Hacienda del Patron, they're two of the hottest drops. And pretty much the whole reason for that is that they're central. You'll have this happen a lot more on Miramar where you land at some not even that remote part of the map. You'll just land in El Pozo, which is in the northwestern corner, and it doesn't seem particularly far out. And all of a sudden, you'll have to drive just like (laughs) five kilometers to get to the first circle. Mm -hmm. So it's something that you need to be thinking about. You can't on this map, you're going to get punished really hard if you're in the mindset of loot till the circle comes in uh you yeah. just you can't do that because you know if if you happen to not find a vehicle right. or if you happen to end up with a vw bus and you're driving across all of this rocky terrain yes you're, you're gonna get boned exactly and and i think it's it's worth knowing the map even studying kind of how the roads are distributed across it because there are some remote locations that are easier to get from than others. Um, yes. So, for example, the prison on the southwest corner is actually a really nice location in terms of getting to other places because the roads radiate from it in, like, every direction. Mm. And so where if the circle ends up north, there's a road that goes straight north. Mm. If, if it ends up east or in the southeast corner, there's roads that go pretty much straight there. Mm. Um, that's not true for, say, uh, Cobreria up in the north. That is a pain in the ass to get out of, if you're, especially if you're late. Um, yeah. You want to cut straight south, and there's so much terrain straight south of it. Um, yeah. There's these like, craters and mountains, and um, you have to cut east or west and kind of do like these really squiggly routes to get out of there, and it's really slow. <laughs> so yeah. Cobreria is maybe one of the worst drops in, in terms of maybe getting circle fucked. Um, yeah. Totally, yeah, because you can't just cut south. It's so hard to do that. Los Leones is similar to Cobreria in that there's the roads extend east and west from it, but mm. not to the north very well. Mm, and so okay. if you have to get out of there fast um, on a heavy circle, yeah, it's brutal. Um, yes. It, that, and the landscape is rough. If you end up driving due north out of there and trying to go across the landscape, uh, you, you kind of have to know what you're doing. Um, otherwise exactly. you're gonna end up like literally off of cliffs and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and that actually happens a lot in miramar so you really do have to consult the map like you'll be running and all of a sudden you're like oh shit and you'll fall off a cliff and die so yeah 
<laughs> and, okay, actually, the cliffs are obvious. What isn't obvious are the steep hillsides. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very true. The steep hillsides are, the, are what gets you. Yeah. And you think you're going to be able to just kind of walk down this steep hill, and it suddenly you just lose traction and slide. <laughs> and it just gives you full fall damage wherever yeah. you find traction. And yeah. I've... I've been knocked out countless times from this and seen friends get knocked out countless times from this. So yeah, it's rough. If you see a steep hill, just like think of it as a cliff in your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll, you'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> you'll learn. You'll get to know exactly how steep of a gradient you can run up or down yeah. on this map. I still misjudge it from time to time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, another good point that we should make here is that you have to really watch your final circles and watch where they're located because what you don't want to do is get stuck at the top or at the base of a cliff. And mm. this has actually happened before to Robin and I. There was this one pretty memorable game oh, no. where I, I saw the next circle and I was like, oh, guys, it's going to be great. We can get up on this, this mesa and we'll have this great view of people. So we get the squad up there. And then the next circle comes and the blue starts moving in and we just had this sinking feeling like, oh my God, we can't get out of here. <laughs> and it wasn't, the, the thing about it was, it didn't, it wasn't like getting stuck in the prison on Erangel or something. It wasn't like this really clear wall that you couldn't go past. It was just that there was this absolutely massive feature in the landscape. Yeah that when the circle came in, you just realized you couldn't climb over it and you couldn't walk around it. Yeah, it was kind of a mesa. And on one side, the whole south face was just a cliff. Um, yeah, but hey, man, that was an I told you so moment because I was like, dude, if that circle goes the wrong place, <laughs> like we're going to be stuck up there. <laughs> yeah, I think either I wasn't listening or maybe you, you shared that information too late. No, but... dude, you totally disregarded me. You were like, <laughs> okay. You were like, nah, man, nah, it'll be fine. Like, and it, like, because you really wanted that like high ground position. I did. I was yeah. committed to it. You were it. just like, nah, it'll it'll be fine. Like, we'll get out and. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. at the time you remembered the I told you so part. <laughs> oh, man, you well, were totally right. You're <laughs> we could, we'll put another tally on the chart of Arjuna kills Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I learned pretty quickly about this map is that the majority of the buildings in the map are really annoying to loot and they don't yield very much. So mm -hmm. I think this gave way to Wacky Jackie made this video about these particular buildings, which some people called God buildings incorrectly. <laughs> Um, they're actually called Wacky Jackies. Yep, we've we've now just started calling them Wacky Jackies. So anyone who plays with us is very familiar with this term. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. 
players started to notice that there were certain building types that would get you kitted up about three to five times faster than other ones. So let's just go over these a little bit. The big idea here is that you want buildings with open floor plans. Yeah. So apartments, they look really juicy. You, This is what happens in PUBG is you see a really big building and in your mind you think, oh, that's just going to be chock full of loot. Look how big it is. Mm-hmm. And it just really depends on the building. Apartments tend to have really shitty loot and this is in both Erangel and Miramar, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you know, you'll go in this massive building, you'll go multiple floors, you'll open all these doors and you might come out with like an SMG. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Miramar, the kind of buildings you want to be looking for are these long barns. Mm-hmm. They're really good. And any of the red brick warehouses are good. So I've identified there's actually three different kinds. We'll go over those briefly. So there's the, there's the kind of square ones that are just boxy and they have a big open floor plan. And then they have like a little wraparound second story on the inside. Right. Yeah. The second story covers like two sides usually. Yeah. And exactly. it has these large bay doors in front, right? Like yeah. Maybe one or two of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are really great. They just tend to have excellent bang for the buck. You can loot them quickly. Um, if you're dropping, make sure that you drop on the roof because there's always loot on the roof. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. And then you have to like go down that like half-built staircase. Exactly, right? in okay. order to not hurt I think yourself. That's why I never do it because there's yeah. just like less loot. Right. Well, and and here's a caveat on that is that if other people are dropping close to you, it's a bad idea because what can happen is you land on the top, you maybe get a crappy weapon or no weapon, and meanwhile someone inside has had a chance to find the best weapon in the building. You know what? And if that happens to you, just stay on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> just stay up there. If you don't get Yeah. You, I mean, you if get you get scar. any gun, I say go for it. But if you don't end up with any weapon, I say wait them out. Just sit yeah, up there for sure. Chill. Like, don't move. So they, they kind of forget you're up there. Maybe they, they're trying to loot when they first land anyway. So yeah. they might not totally keep track of your audio. And right. they might think you just escaped. So Yeah. So for this reason, I actually, for a long time, I just never landed on the roof. But when if you play squads, for example, or if you're dropping in a place where it's clear no one else is dropping, you can you can do that. Mm-hmm. So the second type of these brick warehouses are like a, it's like a gym almost. It has some workout equipment in it and it's, it's a smaller structure than the previous one. And it has a little upstairs floor in it. It has a lot of rectangular windows and it has like a, uh, two roofs that you can go on with staircases. So again, these buildings, are. I wouldn't say they give as high quality loot as the big square brick warehouses do, but they're pretty easy to get through and you can usually pick up a mini or an M16 or something like that. Uh, And then the final ones, which I think might be the best ones, are the long brick ones with the rounded uh, silo top Mm -hmm. on them. They have like Mm. like a tin roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those have actual, they have doors inside with rooms. Yeah. Along both sides and then the center is kind of clear yeah and they also have this kind of office building in one corner or office room in one corner right yeah you're right and they're also full of workout equipment and like weird boxes and stuff Mm -hmm. but these tend to have really excellent loot and make sure that you get the loot up on the the tops there's like the side buildings have little roofs on them inside the 
the building and you can climb up on them and mm-hmm. yeah like those are be, great yeah they're, they're good tactical positions too they are if you end up fighting so yeah exactly if you if you're in one of those you can hold it really well by climbing up to that second story and it gives you first of all it gives you window access which is cool but then if someone breaches the building you actually have like a nice little high ground that just happened to me that someone breached a building on me and i thought it was a teammate trolling me it turned out it was an enemy and i was up on the platform so i just dropped and went prone and tried to like get my bearings and figure out what was going on (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it gave me enough time to like sort things out. And then I had the high ground and totally owned them. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's yeah. So yeah, these buildings are great. Um, They'll, they'll pretty much always give you good loot. And I think hitting a couple of these warehouses can be the equivalent of about like four apartment buildings or something. They're just really great. Uh, One more that I wanted to point out is these, they're really big rectangular buildings and, People call them arenas or wrestling arenas. Not to be confused with the big round, uh, like uh, Toreador. Yeah, arenas. The kind of bullfighting. Yeah, arenas. Yeah, with the dirt center and kind of um, angled bleachers around. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about there's one of them in the middle of Picado, and there's another one in the middle of El Pozo, and I think that might be the only two on this map. So. These buildings, in my opinion, should really be called the God Building because pound for pound, you're probably just going to get more good loot in these. You can kit up sometimes an entire four-person squad with one of these buildings. Yeah. So Now, some warnings about these buildings is the bleachers <laughs> oh, yeah. are very hard to walk around oh, on. suck. You can't, you have to jump up every level and you can't just walk along the bleachers. So it's it's easy to get tangled and you think you can move and you can't. And also, I, I tend to not like these buildings as much for early drops uh, because they're very popular and they have a very open floor plan. So both the second and, no wait, there's just a second floor isn't there. No, there's the three floors. Okay. Yeah. Well, there there's really no cover on any of them, mm-hmm. and so once somebody gets an AR, that whole floor is dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much your only recourse is to go down the stairs or up the stairs um, if yeah. you don't have uh, a gun that can match your opponent. Yeah. And so it's a bit more of a gamble. I don't I don't like this building for that reason. Um, it's I I. I would rather be able to tactically like have decisions um, if I don't have a good enough weapon. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's true. You can feel a bit like dropping at the school where the person who finds the best weapon first just clears the building. I don't know. Even the school, though. Like If you end up with a shotgun, you're fine. Right? Yeah, I guess that's true because yeah. it's mostly close quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do choose these at your own risk, but definitely... If if you do a long drop, maybe, or if you find that you're the only person in your area, definitely head for this building because you'll just get the goods. Yeah, those are just some of the best loot buildings. Let's do a quick recap of the drop spots on Miramar, Robin. So, so why don't you tackle Los Leones? Okay, so this is the biggest city by far in the whole map. And it's interesting because it, it attracts, I'd say, a medium amount of people is how it feels mm, and yeah. people tend to land kind of around the tall construction sites i find mm. is the higher density there mm-hmm. but it also feels like people can just be kind of spread out like i know the western fringe of los leones seems a little bit popular too mm-hmm. uh eastern and southern are a bit quiet yeah generally. overall yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so 
I have it's it's fun. It's there's lots of buildings. I think it's it's fun to end up with end circles there because there's so much fighting. Mm, yeah. Um, and the early game can really draw out here. So yes, usually it's a city is small enough that people will kind of weed each other out within the first few minutes. Here, that early game can last like ten minutes before kind of a squad has come out on top. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's so big that even if you do come out on top, you never you're never guaranteed to have control of the city. Yeah. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, it, this is a really fun city, but it can be a really punishing city too. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely had many games, especially in solos, where I'll drop the city, I'll loot for a few minutes, I'll do a little fighting, maybe net some kills. The circle will come in, I realize I don't have a vehicle, and then I just run to my death. Mm-hmm. So that can definitely happen in Los Leones. Mm-hmm. So again, you really have to think about that circle and think about right. vehicles. Get the vehicle early, Yeah, you know, park it somewhere around where you're going to be looting. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Now, the, one of the amazing things about Los Leones is it has the tallest buildings that we've seen yet in PUBG in mm-hmm. it. So really, just have some fun with those. Check them out. You'll probably fall to your death a number of times. Yeah, <laughs> You'll probably get sniped. But I like to try to jump between the different parts of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yep. So um, You can land on those tall parts pretty well with the mm, parachute. Mm. I've had pretty good luck with that, as opposed to some, say, like the scaffolding on military base. It's like oh, almost God. impossible to land yeah. on. Yeah. So Don't it's kind of cool that they're, I think they're a, they're a decent landing zone for the parachute. Um, yeah, although the loot on them doesn't tend to be that good. No. And yeah. it, it sucks to try to loot them from the bottom to the top, because then you have to walk all the way back mm. down again. Mm. Um, there's also some interesting cranes and stuff around there that you can actually walk around on um, that are angled. And mm. we, I haven't right, seen them used right. a whole lot, but super fun city. It's, it's fun when a lot of squads end up there in the beginning or in late game. Because you just hear gunshots all over. You'll hear yeah. like a squad battle start up and it's just like more gunshots than you've ever heard like anywhere <laughs> in this game. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just really delivers on the promise of urban warfare. Mm-hmm. So they did a great job with that. Yeah. Now another city, which is maybe the second biggest city in the game is El Pozo. And this, I think I overall like this city even more than I like Los Leones. Mm-hmm. I find it to be the perfect size of big city for me. Okay. It has some really tall buildings in it. You can do some high ground sniping. Uh, it has a death bowl, which is great. Death bowl. <laughs> that used to be the cry. That was the rallying cry when this map very first came out as we'd all just go to the death bowl. Yep. <laughs> so there's this, there's this uh, strategy that apparently works that I've never seen really work, but... If you have a fire squad and you drop near the death bowl and one of you gets a vehicle and just starts like doing loop-de-loops, just driving around the death bowl, you can attract other people and then you can pick them off as they show up. Right, so, so you have one guy as bait in the death bowl and yeah. people will gather around it and try to shoot them out of it as they're driving like 50 kilometers an hour in a tight circle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's really hard to land those shots and it's really fun to try. And so by the time they're like engrossed in trying this process, like the rest of us are just like circled around them and, and taking them down. Again, I haven't actually had this work either, but yeah. Tim, Tim swears by it and they had it work a few times. Yeah. So... So it's a fun thing you can do. Yeah. But yeah, El Pozo is just, it's a very, it has a lot of variety, has a lot of different kinds of buildings and warehouses, and you can kit up pretty much as many squads as you feel like with this city. 
Um, so again, just be careful that you find a vehicle and get out of there when you need to. Yeah. How about San Martin, Robin? San Martin. Okay. So this one is right by, it's pretty central, north central, I'd say. It has a compound northwest of it on a hill that's kind of popular. There's a lot of good buildings to loot here especially mm. on the fringes and mm. then once people land and hit the fringes and get all the stuff then they'll kind of move into the middle and try to pick up the scraps and that's usually where all the fights will break out yeah i don't like there's nothing that really appeals to me about this place except that it's central right. to be honest um it doesn't have any buildings that are unique or attractive that i recall mm. like there's no death bowl there's no arenas Mm-hmm. There's no high rises. There's just, you know, like three, four story apartment buildings. Um, but I, there's some memorable battles between apartments, I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that tends to be some of the funnest fights you'll have in this city. Mm-hmm. And as well, you can sometimes get this really interesting play of sniper fire from the surrounding hillsides mm-hmm. and like sniper fire between the hillsides and the apartments and stuff like that. Yeah. So that can be really cool. But. I would encourage Xbox players to enjoy this city while you can because they just nerfed it pretty hard oh, on the right. PC version. Yeah. Like they, they stripped out four of the best placed warehouses. So yep. I don't know. I'm going to drop here a lot less now. <laughs> so that's San Martin. Yeah. Just east of that is Hacienda del Patron. And that is without a doubt one of the hardest drops on the map this is this is like the school when you want to yeah. prove yourself you come to hacienda it's so fun it's a fun place it's it's i really like the layout of mm-hmm. it i think it's beautiful yeah it's a fun place to fight fun place to be fun place to loot every now and then on solos people don't go here mm. i've noticed mm-hmm. i've noticed in the squads it's been more popular but i've dropped here a couple times on solos and it's me and like one other group actually wait i'm thinking of solo squads i was doing solo squads once and only one other squad dropped here mm. mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah it's this place is all about breathless fast close quarters combat Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a lot of whipping around corners and gunning people down. There's just a note as well. It's pretty easy to get on the roof here. So look out for people on the roof. There's there's a courtyard in the middle of the building. There's just a lot of angles. There's a lot of tight corridors. Uh-huh. Um, two stories. People can drop down on you. So it's really like a... Yeah, it's, it's almost like a Counter-Strike map. Is yeah, the way that's I think a very good way to put it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it has that like a Counter Strike map. Yeah, it has that kind of action going yeah. on. Wait, so you mentioned the roof. I was messing around there once because no one else was there, mm-hmm. and I found a way to get up there from the patio. Do you have a way other than the patio to get on there? Um, this are you talking about like the second story balcony? Like the yeah, from the yeah. second story balcony, I got on. The yeah, roof. that that's the way to get up there. Okay, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time here. I I'm sure that's not the only way to get mm-hmm. up there. I guess but you it's... could just motorcycle ramp, <laughs> you, you like from the north or something, and land on the roof. Yeah, but I know that it's people end up there quite frequently, and some people will parachute onto it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a place to be aware of. And then to the south of that is Picado, and that's the other hot drop. I think Picado's maybe. I don't know, maybe a little more like the military base on Erangel, where it's mm. it's more spread out, but it's a really hot drop. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's a good, like, I think Picado's, if you can't quite handle the heat of Hacienda, then Picado's a good next yeah. hottest place to go. 
Yeah, I love Picado. For some reason, of all the kind of hot drops in this place, that's my favorite. Mm. I think it's just because I love the casino. Yeah, you, you're really into that I, casino. I was plugging the casino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you like about it? I like that there's three levels if you include the roof. And it's got that attractive roof landing where you can get a bunch of loot right away. You can either go down some stairs, jump off the roof, or drop through a hole right in the middle of the roof. And once you're inside, there's a couple of lines of sight that are long, but generally it's not. It's a tight casino. And so it's got a floor plan unlike anything else we've seen in this. Unlike anything the world has ever seen before, Arjuna. Wow. Yeah. That's a bold statement. Yes. (laughs) You know, come come for the drops, stay for the slots. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It is so fun. I... I love it. Um, I like as if you if you're into solo squads, um, this is a really fun place to go because it's rare that the full squad is going to have eyes on you at the same time, mm, right? Yeah. Like think of that versus an open floor plan layout. Um, you're just going to get owned. Yeah. But in the casino, you can kind of isolate people and take them off one by one. Love that. Yeah, it's so a really good I think as, as far as hot drops goes, it's it's the good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a lot of interesting buildings in Picado. So it's mm-hmm. a, just a really fun place. And because it's centrally located again, it, it's mm-hmm. and a lot of roads converge there. So mm-hmm. overall, just a fun, interesting, and useful place to drop, provided you survive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a place I haven't been in a while there is a motel. Yeah, me neither. Which is, it's kind of fun. It's a unique building. Mm-hmm. There's, it's only in Picado. Yeah, it's a bit of a bitch salute. Yeah. So, probably don't drop with the whole squad there. Mm-hmm. Can maybe loot like a solo or a duo. So, and then just a few other notes, the Eastern Islands, just don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. They're a tourist attraction, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, drop there if you feel like having a laugh, but not if you're at all interested in winning the game. Right. I'm always surprised when people, when I land there, I expect to be the only one, but there's yeah. always like <laughs> at least one or two other people who think that yeah. the islands are a good idea. Exactly. And like, we'll end up going there because someone in our party is like taking a piss or something. We're like, all right, we'll go to the island. <laughs> yeah, well, they dropped early by mistake. Yeah, yeah. totally. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now, you'd think that since they're islands and there's like docks all over that there'd be a lot of boats. <laughs> Not true. Don't Not so. depend on the boat. Like, definitely don't take it for granted that there's going to be boats there. There may or there may not be. I think between the two islands, there's probably going to be at least... No, there's three islands. There's going to be at least one boat, but it is a pain in the ass to get to it if it's mm. not on the island you landed on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Robin and I had a game where we both dropped on separate islands. We both ran around the entire perimeter of the island and couldn't find a boat and then i think robin swam over to the third island and there was no boat and then we just died i think we just died yeah we just died yeah yeah so just remember that i just just, like it it i I get pretty pissed off (laughs) 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 when i think about the the thinking that went into putting these islands here yeah and, and the vehicle spawn rates i'm just like 
all right, like there's one more just totally dead spot on this map that mm-hmm. like nobody cares about. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to imagine how that place just got the okay. Yeah, exactly. I but, mean, uh, you know. The, I'm getting I'm getting into my negative thoughts about this map again. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, one of the I think one of the coolest spots to be is Campo Militar up mm. in the northeast. Okay, it's, why do you like that? I, it's it's complicated. There's a lot of open space between tons of buildings, and it's got this really organized feel to it. It's just really fun tactically for me to land with people and to kind of like do this building hopping thing where you're pretty exposed and vulnerable, but there's a lot of little cover items in between, like cars and railings and little concrete things. And it just feels like a gigantic paintball arena to me. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's in the, I think one of the, it's one of the strongest places in terms of its layout and it's hardly ever used because it's in such an extreme corner. Mm. The only time people are going to go there is when the flight path is right on it. And even then only a few people will. So it's got a fair, fairly high number of vehicle spawns though, on the other hand. So if you do end up going there, there's a good chance you're going to get a car and get out of there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a good spot. I so rarely drop there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, another northeastern city is El Azahar, and I I can't really recommend this city after having dropped there a number of times. Mm. I don't think the loot's that good. I think it's kind of a pain in the ass to loot, but I think uh-huh. the real reason I don't like it is that I just have a terrible track record in this city. Uh, I just feel like every time I go there, I get owned. Yeah. Most recently by Robin. Yes. <laughs> so... During our cowboy, one of our cowboy modes. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think I someone else like knocked this town me in. a little bit. I'm mm. not in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got this weird tank, like right in the middle of it, which I don't even know if I've even been there. Mm, it's like you don't yeah, even notice it until you look really close at the map. It's kind of hidden under the A. Mm. And it'd be kind of fun to try to pull off some like sniping from up there. Mm-hmm. But the main attraction for me is the police station up in the northern yeah. section. Yeah, it's a pretty good building. It's a good building. There's good loot. And mm-hmm. again, with the tactical play there, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, after having played this map for a while, I wouldn't recommend landing there. Mm-hmm. But hey, you'll eventually get bored of tell the Bassa Drops. Tell us your favorite spots, Arjuna. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my favorite. So, I think definitely still one of my favorite spots is Minas Generales. So, oh, yeah. Yep. I think this is the sleeper hit on this map. People still don't tend to drop here on the PC very often. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. It's, it's so awesome. s- it's centrally located. You can usually find a vehicle here. The loot's pretty good. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good. Yep. And I don't know. I just find it to be a very fun place to fight in as well. Me too. I love yeah. it. So that's that's just, you know, if you're new to this map, just drop Minas for a while. I think you'll have a really good time. Yep. There's really only two favorite spots for me, maybe three. Mm. Minas, Generales, and then the other one would be Chumacera. Oh, you like Chumacera. I really like it. I really like the southern section on the hill. Mm. There's tons of warehouses up there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a set of wacky jackies. It's so fun to loot up top and then have the high ground on people in town. Yeah. Um, I... I've had a lot of memorable firefights here. And then I'm going to go ahead and give a plug for the prison. Really? Yeah. I like the prison a lot. Of course, it's down at that extreme. Mm -hmm. But the more I think about it, 
As long as you have a car. Now, that's a big caveat because there's only a couple of spawns down there.、Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty fast loot and you're going to get pretty decked out. I think doing that plus Minas, it's going to be a little bit of walking if you don't get a car right away, but be proactive about the circle.、Um, yeah.、Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't like dropping South Island on this map.、Mm. It's, I don't know why it's different for me because I love South Island on Erangel. Mm-hmm. That's been one of my favorite drops for a long time anywhere on the South Island. I think maybe one of the reasons I don't like it is that, just anecdotally, the circle never goes there. Yes. Like, you, you at least have some chance of the circle or some portion of the first circle being on the South Island on Erangel. Yep. It just pretty much never I, happens. I totally agree. I've never, ever, ever seen it land on the South <laughs> Island. <laughs> so that's kind of demoralizing. Yep. And I just, my incidences have been high where my squad drops there. We spend like four to five minutes getting all kitted up. We spend another three minutes just finding a vehicle and driving into the circle.、Mm-hmm. And we just get owned driving into the circle. And that's the end of the game.、Mm-hmm. So personally, I don't, I no longer enjoy that style of play.、Mm-hmm. I think if you're the kind of person who really wants to make it to the final circle and you're really comfortable with the pattern of drop remote and drive in and survive, then this is actually going to be a really good drop for you.、Mm-hmm. But just, yeah, anecdotally, I've just gotten burned there too many times. I had too many boring games that ended badly.、Mm. So I just、I've、tend to stay away. I've definitely done some、it. like highway running after dropping at the prison for、yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, if you can find a Murado and just peel on out of that, then yeah. Sure. Now, people, new people who are looking at this map might look at it and think, like, oh, wait, but we're going to get, we're going to run into bridge campers.、Mm, not going to、nope, happen. I、nope. don't think I've ever seen a bridge camper on this map. <laughs> nope, not once. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have tried to bridge camp once early on. It's like, huh. Just no one should. Not working. <laughs> <laughs> This will show them. There's just not enough people down there. No.、So. I think this whole problem could be remedied by just having more circles that end down there. But,、mm-hmm. you know, for,、uh, they must have a reason why they don't do that. Well, RNG has a reason. Yes,、yeah. I guess so. The、yeah. RNG gods, they don't care. They don't give a fuck.、Mm-mm. And yeah, anything else you want to say about Miramar? Hmm. Get a scope, get a car. Yeah. Yep. In a nutshell. That's very well put, Robin. Yep. Oh, and this reminds me of something we didn't mention before, which is I constantly tell myself on Miramar I should have hung on to my vehicle. Like,、mm. this is almost a litany. Robin can tell you if、yes. you play with me for a while. I'm always shaking my head, like, oh, we should have kept our vehicle. Yep. <laughs> When we talk about strategy and vehicles, we often, my general rule of thumb is like, ditch the vehicle as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of a liability in terms of giving your position away.、Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of flipped on its head on this map. You、yeah. pretty much you want to keep it as long as you can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really into those final circles.、Mm-hmm. It's a big map, people. And you'll have these, these moments where it's a final circle and you realize that you have to cover one to 200 kilometers of open, bare hillside or valley. <laughs> And there's like a sniper in the white circle where you need to go. And your chances of living through that are so slim. Yeah. And so, really, like, you know, having a motorcycle or two、uh, and just being able to cruise around and post up、right. is really the way to play、Did、this map. Did we plug the motorcycle yet on this map? 
Say, have we what? Plugged it? Like, have we talked about we, how it... No, okay. we haven't. But yeah, the motorcycle is the vehicle for this map. Yeah. And not the three-seater either. Oh, but the tip I learned recently from some of the people we've been playing with on Discord is mm. to shoot out the third wheel, the oh, one on the sidecar. Okay, it Got makes it. it less tippy. That's good to know. Yeah, it stabilizes it a little, little bit. Yeah, it's good dating advice too. It <laughs> shoot the third wheel. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, vehicles to stay away from are the bus. It sucks. The uh, the Bronco, the uh, pickup truck, is surprisingly good. So. Highly mm-hmm. recommend that vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the, the buggy is actually really good, too. Yep. So it's uh, really you that. You use the van once and you realize how shitty it is and never touch it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll, you're still accelerating after, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, you know? never never take it off-road if you can avoid <laughs> it. We've, this has happened to us so much where we're in a van <laughs> and we're tooling up the side of a hill and our acceleration slows and then we just stop at like a 50 degree <laughs> gradient you know and we just chill that and you're like nope we got to take this back down yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest wah 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 moment mm-hmm. that's um, miramar um also just give a plug to some of our earlier episodes we've covered this map semi-extensively in the past mm-hmm. and so just feel free to go back and that that was right around the beginning of our podcast when we launched is right around when miramar came out so go back and look at some of those early episodes we've got some really good discussions and we get a little more in depth about some things mm-hmm. yeah you know what the more i think about this map the more i realized that i think this is a map that's best played if you do like fun crazy shit mm, like drop mm. at the exciting locations go to the attractions go to the places that are fun if you play conservatively on this map you're gonna be bored ah, of so good okay so yeah. definitely i would i would say think of this as a place to be aggressive and adventurous and not a place to like hang out in the boonies and like play it conservative which actually i've had some really successful games that way here mm. it's also I think in squads in particular, it can be really boring to play conservatively. Yeah. Um, solos is another story, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cool. So what's coming up next week, Robin? Oh, right. So next week we were going to talk more about this patch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the right. So we've got patch. the yeah. weapon balancing stuff, a lot of that to go over mm-hmm. and the grips is yeah. kind of what's on my mind. Yeah, totally. Uh, we may even do a weapon highlight on the SLR. We'll see if we get enough playtime with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I've touched it is in customs. Yeah. When we could just are dinking around with it, trying to figure it's it out. so shitty. We, we literally had to create a custom game where we just cranked the snipers and turned everything else down and search for about 15 minutes. <laughs> to get any number of slrs you know i really thought on the at least the test server they would throw us a bone yeah man and make it really prevalent Mm -mm. to kind of collect some data at least but now you got to work for that yeah right on well i have a challenge for our listeners which isn't really a challenge so much as a request or maybe a plea or maybe just begging but i would really love it if you guys left us a review on itunes And the reason for this is that it helps rank our podcast and it helps people find our podcast and it helps the podcast grow. Mm -hmm. And it's really a very, very simple, quick and easy way 
that you can help us to be successful. So if, for example, you hear the Patreon thing and you're like, oh, I don't really want to kick him down money, that's totally fine. But a, a much simpler, easier, and cheaper way that you can support us is by leaving us a review on iTunes. Do it. And really all you have to do is just, you know, give us however many stars we deserve and just one sentence about why you did or didn't like the show. Mm -hmm. And that's great. We will take it. We love those reviews. Every time I see one pop up, it brightens my day a little bit. So anyway, we would just really appreciate that so much. So moving on to our custom game schedule for next week, we enjoyed doing Tuesday, Wednesday this past week, so we're going to do that again. And so join us at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesday and Wednesday. And you can do that by joining our Discord channel, and the link to that is in the show notes. And just we want to get these custom games hopping, so please mm -hmm. invite any of your friends. And like I said, if you're on the Xbox and you want to watch, we pretty much always have at least one person streaming these, including Robin, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So just come and join us. I, and I encourage you guys to do it because this I was getting a little bit frustrated with this game until yeah. we got custom servers. Yeah. And it's just breathed all new life into it for me. I've been having tons of fun since we got them. Yeah. And like I can't wait to play all the time now. It's great. It's like when I first got the game. I love it. I agree. Mm -hmm. Same for me. I was really dragging and this is just perked me right back up so yeah come join and plus we just want to hang out with you guys it's really one of the best things about running a podcast is that we get to meet new people and play this game with cool new people mm -hmm. so i want you to come and play with us um all right and yeah i think that's gonna do it for the show robin any parting thoughts i wanted to thank the gazelles for um doing the music and letting us use it for the intro and the, the outro music yeah that's awesome thank you so much gazelles and oh yeah i just wanted to give a quick shout out to skills and thrills and prenix they are two awesome mixer streamers who've been joining us for our custom games and they're just really really nice people they're really fun mm -hmm. i'll put the link to their streams in the show notes you guys should go and check them out they are awesome and skills and thrills is actually affiliated with us so double plug for him all right that's going to be all from me. I'm out. All right. See you guys next week.